So, they took the artworks and such for, that they wanted to do in Eleven and moved it on to Final Fantasy XII. Twelve, if I recall, it was designed to be both using some of the art stuff that they had for Final Fantasy XI, but also Final Fantasy Tactics? So, yes. yeah, I was going to say Tactics and Vagrant Story. That's the one. Yeah, Vagrant Story is the other one. Now, I'm just going to put it out there. Twelve, like, 95% of the costumes in Twelve are actually dumpster like you jumped you you got dressed in the dark yeah. i'm sorry <laughs> like yeah i i just like and i'm sorry i love bosh i really do but what the hell is that that your khaki shorts and your sandals <laughs> like you're at like disneyland you're a tourist at disneyland Just a reminder, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Different series that require a spoiler warning will be in the description. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gaming Theater Podcast. Today's episode is going to be part two of our Final Fantasy Aesthetic Costumes episode. So, in order to get us through this, let's quickly go through the people who and the guests that are going to help me out with that. And once again, my name is Leo. I'm your host, Geek Scorpio. And over here, I have... I'm Moontastical, back at you again. I'm Liz, also known as Zombie Hand. Hey, I'm Kay, also known as K.O. Glasson on the social medias. Greetings, I am Brandon, also known as Tomato Man. Now, before we get started, let's just take a quick trip to the Magical Merch Booth. Here we are at the Magical Merch Booth, but once again, we just have some notices that I want to make sure everybody is aware of, that we are still going to do several different charity events running through Extra Life and being sponsors for Extra Life during the month of November. Many of our uh, gaming theater podcast groups, such as Zombie Hand and D&D, &D, are also going to be participating with doing stuff for, for Extra Life. And even gaming theater is going to have a uh, is going to once again do another podcast based RPG, and we're going to take a look at that. And when that comes available, and keep an eye out on X, formerly Twitter, on Facebook for notices about when these are coming on. All right. That being said, let's go ahead and get back to the show. On today's episode, we're taking back, a step back into the um, Final Fantasy games and their aesthetics. Just to catch everyone up to speed, Final Fantasy has been around for decades at this point, and their costumes and costume designs are always designed to fit the world and of their game itself. And as such, there's several different people who have always cosplayed from Final Fantasy games. Some of these costumes for these characters are very well designed for them. Others can be kind of a joke or extremely difficult to put together, but they're always based on the aesthetic of the game itself. So before we get started, let's get back to where we kind of got halfway through with Final Fantasy VIII. Just as a reminder, Final Fantasy VIII 
was basically its cost uh, costing its aesthetic was mostly the mid not to late 90s as a modern take for that so you have different people with different more modern designs and aspects i think we talked about renoa's um with that what would you call it the camisole or no no camisole i think's right and the arm sweaters the arm sweaters <laughs> yeah Renoa had arm sweaters and things going on. And a puppy you could summon. That you shoot. What? Yeah, you launch the the dog off of a wrist-mounted crossbow, basically. What the heck? That's hilarious. (laughs) It's one of the three characters you get to name in the game, too. Angelo. (laughs) I just think this guy with the fabulously long hair is amazing. I don't even know who he is. (laughs) Irvine. Does he have a cowboy hat? Not the cowboy hat one. Is he in a blue <laughs> jacket? Oh, Laguna. Uh, yeah, that La- guy. Laguna. Laguna. He's, Laguna Lior. So good, but also part of the Bad Dad Final Fantasy Club. <laughs> oh, I love the Bad Dad Final Fantasy Club. Yeah, it's really well, good. I mean, not his, not his fault though. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I mean. Can someone actually quickly think... explain to me what Final Fantasy VIII was actually about? Because I played most of that game, and I still don't know what the hell is going on. Time Loop um... Sorceress destroys herself, technically. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Look, I gave you a one-sentence ad-lib of it. <laughs> My confusion continues. But, um, actually, that does bring me to a point... Most of the characters on this is designed as sort of a modern, uh, with the aesthetics around modern late not mid to late nineties fashion. Edda, the the queen, not so much. She's got a helmet with a seashell on it, and a giant like, what would you call that? Like a giant feathered collar. <laughs> Definitely about. She wants to take you down, but she's also part uh, going to the club. She actually reminds me of like, like the in the nineties, the more alternative musics and the costumes would get pitched mm-hmm. more and more extravagant, more and more weird, just so that they would get attention and they get noticed. You know, especially like in Europe, because they have some crazy ass costumes to go with their singers. So that's kind of what she reminds me of. She reminds me of that like pop singer that's just like Lady Gaga. And her uh, crazy crap she wears. Kind of like that. That's that's the feeling that character gave me. I just found out about the meat suit and uh, am disgusted. <laughs> what, the Lady Gaga meat suit? Yeah, the Lady Gaga meat that's, suit. It, it, uh, Sorceress Adia is... She's literally a runway model. I mean, mm. that's what her design just straight up is whether it was intentional or not <laughs> oh yeah that uh, 90s art thrown at the wall type of uh fashion sense with a stone cold look and strut mm-hmm. so we did talk a lot about sophie not so much about quistus except that she has a midriff which was big in the 90s uh she's also a dominatrix okay but only because of the whip yeah uh, well and my friend's fan fiction which i have now made into my own headcanon <laughs> she's a dominatrix <laughs> but only in my fan fiction I, I said also because not only because 
that's legit. <laughs> the best part is this dude's an actual writer too, and he like was reviewing the game back in the day, and he's like, I need to make a dumb fanfic about this. And so <laughs> he typed up like a two or three page fan fiction of Squall being completely oblivious and Quistus trying to get into his pants and literally whip him into shape. Um <laughs> and he has sent it to me. I have it somewhere on my computer. We'll add that to the the fan fiction uh Isekai thing that that El Penguin should be writing soon. Oh <laughs> um, <laughs> see the Isekai episode for more details of that one. Sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> what are we wanting is the real question. The El Penguin Isekai fanfic. It's fanfic. I okay, don't I'm remember sure I it off the top the... of my head, but there is a but there was one that him and D and Day were talking about it, that, and it showed up, and it's in the Isekai episode a couple of months back. So take a look at that if you want to know more. Yeah, it's called How I Was Re uh, Created in a Penguin World. <laughs> Could be. I I need. I don't think that's right, but not enough to say it's wrong. Also, um, I think this is the. Well, the, the uh, probably the one with the least amount of uh, out there fashionist is uh, Irvine of all things. Well, that in Zelda Knight. Irvine is a cowboy with a cowboy hat. Got the duster and everything. He is exactly what it says on the tin. He's Australian. <laughs> oh, good eye. He does the That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> every time I think about, <laughs> like, not every time. Like, I I've watched australian movies and stuff but like when people start talking about like an australian accent and trying to do one i think of these old commercials for foster's beer um <laughs> which was an australian brand and mm, <laughs> they would i don't think it is because in australia everybody refers to that as piss well okay well i mean just because it, if, even if it's bad like yeah <laughs> anyway it's a commercial that it shows like a guy being thrown it's like at a beach and it th shows a guy being thrown across the screen and he just is like ah! and then you hear like a thunk and then the narrator goes javelin <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes foster's australian for beer but mm -hmm. i love when he goes javelin because <laughs> like the dude flying across was the javelin oh god i love it all right so that means that we've gotten through. Does anything of anyone more anything more for Final Fantasy VIII on this? I was just gonna say, um, the char each character actually kind of represents a fashion styling that was popular in the '90s. Because if you look at Squall, his whole design is very like not quite goth, but edge lordy. I mean, I'm not wrong. Multiple belts, has a black jacket, black pants, a little bit of fluff, long, I don't care hair and attitude to go with it. You've got Zell, who's all upbeat, beach blonde, wearing bright colors, shorts, short sleeves. The Janko short jeans. Janko, what would you call it? Janko jeans, but they're also shorts. Janko shorts. I didn't bother to learn what they were called. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, And... I mean, it just kind of always felt like they, their personalities weren't so much in their, I guess, their characterizations as much as it was in their style choice. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Oh, I just found the dog screenshot. 
<laughs> That's upsetting. <laughs> Wait, you're going on the hunt. It's like I gotta see. I gotta see her shoot that fucking dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nah, I was just gonna say. Oh, great. Now that now that clip of audio lives on the internet for free. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say the one thing about the '90s that I remember is they took weird stuff and glamorized it. That was the bejeweled kind of era. Like, it so much was. It's like, I think that kind of explains, like, Irving's outfit. It's like, oh, he's got a cowboy hat. He's got a long, and I say this with quotation marks, duster coat. But it's so bougie and pretty looking. It's so clean. It's so, yeah, it's so clean. And he looks clean. He's not been on a trail. (laughs) (laughs) The closest thing he's been to a trail is trail mix. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I also like that he was he's presented in the game as being a sharpshooting sniper, but it's like motherfucker uses a shotgun. He can't hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a smattering of bullets, not a direct hit. Mm-hmm. I hit my target. You hit a wall. <laughs> what are these? <laughs> Look, shit it? it was there. The target was there. It got in my way. Uh, but yeah, like selfie is cute and upbeat and has just one quick, um, simple, I think overall dress is what she's wearing. Yeah, it's kind yes. of like a coverall overall setup. Mm-hmm. And like that with her hair and her shoes, she just looks like a Spice Girl fan. I, girl. I yeah, so the much. weird flipped out hair from like the 90s too. It, well, like, that was like way more dramatic. It's really I had. I had that hair, and I, I tried so hard, and my it. hair wouldn't do that. <laughs> I thought I looked so cool. You did for the time. Yeah. <laughs> you would be cool for the 90s and both parts of the 70s. Oh, I wasn't cool in the 90s. I had a bowl cut. I can't I help you I am so that sorry. I, I, there is not is. a single decade I can make that one work. No. But hey, that's okay, because my brother had a perm in the 80s, so... <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh man, I can still smell those chemicals in my oh, dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, my mother had a perm in the '90s, so I guess you know. So one thing before we move on, something that I always found was interesting with a lot of the characters that are in here for Final Fantasy VIII, they had actually multiple, uh, and they were all designed with at least three different outfits. Um, mostly because they had a, most of them were always in these mercenary schools, right? The seed. And so they had their regular everyday combat, the one that they, the outfit that they used when they were in training, and then the uh, formal military out, military outfit. Yeah, they had their personal attire, which is what you see in most of the game, but they did have their, um, their cadet attire, mm-hmm. and then their formal wear for graduation and all, so... Yeah, absolutely. I just need to talk about Laguna's crop top jean shirt with the <laughs> rolled cuffs. Listen. Man has style. Okay. Look, <laughs> this we- is so good. And he has high waisted pants I thought that we- are a perfect silhouette for him. I thought He's we were gonna it. like talk about we were gonna like make fun of him and I was about to be like, listen, it was the nineties, but no, that no. you're right. He's got this style. Fantastic fashion piece, even today. That that man has the has the goods, and he knows it. 
Yeah, listen, yep. if you're going to be a Final Fantasy bad dad, you may as well at least look good. <laughs> and does he ever? Yeah. Listen, Him I'm pretty Roth sure he knew that Rain was on pregnant. My shelf together. <laughs> what? I'm pretty, I'm just saying for Brandon, I'm pretty sure he knew Rain was pregnant when he left and never came back. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bad dad. And then he never came back until her, until she was dead. Okay, sorry, bad dad. So I stand I, by it. I always interpreted it as he was still an active military and was sent off. He was. And, You're not right. wrong, so, but so he could he have was, come back. Well, the way I always I interpreted it, having fairly recently played it, was that she gave birth while he was gone with no one there, and no one was 100% who the child's father was, was put into the the foster system. That's the way I had perceived that. I did not perceive it the same way. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> this is like an Edward Elric dad story. All over again. <laughs> no, Edward Elric's dad, dad did just straight bail. There's no getting around I, that one. I love Hohenheim. <laughs> he was awful and great. <laughs> yeah, he just he just was like, oh, children, no. <laughs> I've got to find out how to kill myself. <laughs> More important than my kids. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. He, he's, he's, I, he's I sympathize. The children have been birthed from the womb. My job is done. Farewell. <laughs> so we're going to add him to the bad dad list? Because I think we should add him to the bad dad list. Well, he's, Hohenheim, not Fantasy, yeah. he's not yeah. a Final Fantasy bad dad. Yeah, Hohenheim's whole thing wasn't even that. It was more a matter of the seed has been planted. My planet now needs me. I must go. <laughs> what story are we talking about? Hohenheim. Are we talking Ego or Hohenheim? <laughs> yes. Not wrong on any res on either, actually. I will reconnect when you're older. Away I go. Okay, so I think at this point, let's move on to Final Fantasy IX. We still got eight more of these Final Fantasies to go through. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> okay, speed it up. <laughs> No more Hohenheim. <laughs> no more Hohenheim. Okay, so Final Fantasy IX comes out, and I feel that this has to be sort of presented. Final Fantasy IX has almost always been intended with back to form. I guess sword and board uh, RPGs. Traditional fantasy. Spiritually fan uh, back to Final Fantasy One is sort of how they, they saw that, right? Yeah. Often referred to as uh, Uematsu's uh, swan song. Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy IX was designed as a return to form uh, sort of Final Fantasy games. And so because of that, even though they have these cooler graphics, they could make a lot more with it. They kind of wanted to treat the characters and the art style to be basically, hey, we've got we can now just make our Final Fantasy version of our Final Fantasy game, if that makes sense. I, I don't feel like I follow. <laughs> Good, because that didn't make sense in my head when I thought about it. But I mean, they, when, they, when they say a return to form, they just mean like the four person party system a little bit more in it with the feel of like earlier Final Fantasies, that kind of mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Ch channeling the fantasy element more so um, mm -hmm. than the more the previous titles, which were very much so leaning more towards the modern industrial. Um, what's the term I'm looking for? 
not I guess it's like a more of like industrialized or pop fantasy. Pop fantasy modernism. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, cuz like you had that even beginning with Final Fantasy 6, you got like this whole uh, steampunk element kind of feel starting to show its face, getting more diesel punky with 7 and then more of a modern take in 8. Right. So, they wanted to go back to classic fantasy at least look for it. With a twist. So I've heard it, it's an aesthetic style kind of described as fantasy punk. Yes, I know a fact. I don't know how many other people know this. Did you know that Final Fantasy IX was inspired because of the Dark Crystal? I did that know that. That makes sense. Now, a whole lot more of this just clicked into my head. It makes, yes. a, it makes a lot more sense when you look at uh, the design of the smaller creatures like VV and the rat folk mm -hmm. like that just screams dark crystal. Yes. Yes. To Toshiyuki. I'm going to butcher this. Itahana, but you know, he's the artist and he thought it's like the dark crystal inspired him. And then when he, him and the other guy worked together, he was told, I want you to make characters that had a feeling of life. Like, actually living in this imaginary world so this this makes a lot of sense in other respects too um because uh with a lot of the work that liz and i have been doing on another project um it's very clear that uematsu was heavily inspired by cinema um mm -hmm. in many respects like not only do you have the inspiration you say here from the dark crystal but you also have inspirations from hollywood in a general sense with them having doing a joint venture with ea in the u.s to open a studio there and then even with uematsu making the final fantasy movie what like a year after nine's release it came out um yeah like 2001 yeah because uh, uh, yeah nine was came out. 20 uh 2000 and like dude i'm just gonna say it like that movie holds up like uh, the the graphics look a little bit dated now but like even 15 you know 17 years after the fact like they still looked damn good oh yeah there's still some very very like grabbing like scenes and elements in that film there's no doubt about it Yeah, they went to war with Blizzard and kind of won in the graphics department at that point. And this is before the uh, cringy, uh, uh, what is it, the uh, uncanny valley of CG uh, movies. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that they were, they kind of skirted that that line, so it didn't quite fall into uncanny valley. But they did, they did also fall into the trend at the time of making everybody have like zero pores <laughs> so they just they still looked a little bit like i mean at least looking at it nowadays like a little bit plastic it's like why is your skin perfect <laughs> yeah like, oh, they all have such impeccable skincare regimes yeah to the point where their their pores have been burnt off their faces <laughs> they've had a lot of dermaplaning you dermaplane too much, your pores actually disappear. And that's not actually a good thing. They have like one of those um like 
20 step Korean skincare routines. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Those give me a headache. Only I more did that, that for like a couple weeks and I gave up. <laughs> it's too much work. <laughs> it's my, too much. <laughs> my skincare routine has three, well, four steps, and that's wash face, toner, serum, moisturize. <laughs> Oh, mine has one splash face with water. I was gonna say four steps more than me there, man. Although I, even, I probably should do more. I've made Leo even start getting into it more. Even I'm like, even if it's just Good. lotion on your face, like put Good. some moisture into your skin. But Leo has very dry skin. I do put yeah, the lotion I, I know, on I've seen it. you catch the hose again. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. All right, Everyone which Final Fantasy was based off life. that? Oh. Moisturize me. What? No. Moisturize <laughs> me, doctor. It's going to be me when I'm old with Ben and the old folks home. I'm like, hey, let him try. Moisturize me. <laughs> All right. I live for it. You better be in the same old people's home as me. <laughs> Do we want to use this moisture element to move on to the tropical beach aesthetic of the following game? See, perfect segue. My plan went off I without a hitch. I do want to mention that Beatrix is mommy. <laughs> God, I love Beatrix. Beatrix is so hot. She's yeah. amazing. And she likes that dork Steiner. It's Listen, that, who wouldn't? It's that Steiner's hair over horrible. part of the face kind of aesthetic. It's the... her titties out. <laughs> look if we're gonna talk about titties out we need to go on to the next game <laughs> no no we're yes, not yes. with nine we, we still gotta get through guys and get some uh, some other stuff that that's all i right. have these golden ass segues that we can't take right now <laughs> look apparently not a whole lot of us played a lot of, or or enjoyed night enough to talk about that one for too long Hey, oh. I beat that game like three times. <laughs> Look, there's one thing I will note about Nine is that a lot of its fashion aesthetic, because it goes back to the the fantasy core elements, a lot of them are gonna be kind of pulled from past games, particularly from Five and earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, that's just given the nature of the fact that they did want to do kind of a throwback. Yeah, BB is straight up a, a black mage. And oh, yeah. are black. Yeah. Well, and so are the um what are they called? The the waltzes? Yes. The black yes. waltzes. They're, yeah, they're those waltzes, correct. Yeah, those are just fancy black mages. They're they're super black mages. Yeah, they're really powerful. They can float and fly. They're the best model. Uh yeah. Garnet? I paid a premium. Dude, Garnet I don't Garnet know. Is, <laughs> Garnet is selfie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> mixed with somebody else. I just—I mean, who said orange bodysuit? Like who? I hate it. <laughs> the same Someone person who put her. selfie in one. Selfie is in a dress. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And selfie is—it is a dress, and it is it's a still very nineties. It's a very nineties dress, though, and it actually has like form. It is like it, it's got the the nineties um style in the. You want to uh, look at that across... concept art that Leo sent again? I'm not talking about the concept art. I'm talking about what we got in game. Yeah, you want to look but... at that character artwork again? Selfies? Yes. I know what she looks like. It's a yellow dress. And look, it's not the most like flattering yellow dress, but that was the 90s. Yeah, but still single tone. I don't care about the single tone. I'm saying Garnet is wearing a single-toned orange 
fitted bodysuit. There's yeah. some white there. Yeah, in the shirt underneath. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Look at me defending mine. I have the least experience with it. Fitted bodysuit. It's hideous. I hated it. it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. But I loved her wedding dress, though. Yeah, her wedding dress. I don't even think it's actually like she wasn't getting married, but you know what? It looks very much like a wedding dress, and it was beautiful. Oh my god! Speaking of wedding dresses, we can move on. That's, that's we're still talking segues. about nine segue mm. number three is the one that's gonna get me going to number ten can we talk about quina what about quina's fashion oh my god i love quina so much <laughs> i just want to live i love life. i love that quina was canonically a they them but know, also because funny nobody could tell what gender they were so they were like they them <laughs> and everybody I... was just way too scared to ask yeah but i mean like fair you know it, i like freya's it's nobody's design. business i love freya's design she is like as a super beautiful tribute to dragoons you know i know it mm. wasn't like armor and crap like that it was a tribute to dragoons in a lot of respects that was kind of tied into um like oh uh, like renaissance kind of attire mm-hmm. yes that hat was very very three musketeers sort and of the, and the tabard that she wears on her chest you know that's very that was very big back in the renaissance area yeah area Freya's design, <laughs> design is amazing i actually think that one could easily say nine was a renaissance aesthetic like even when you look at a lot of the variety of towers and buildings like they really were of like that just pre-renaissance kind of setup mm-hmm. okay now if we want to we can move off of nine over to the beach episode that is final fantasy 10 oh 10 is amazing ha 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 there, I made the all right joke. but no. you know the meaning behind that scene i right? do know the meaning behind it yes all right i just want you to know i met james arnold taylor and um he also loves that scene but like not as a meme well yeah he he loves it non-ironically whereas anyone but also he did he, he did mean it, it though <laughs> he did mean it though yeah okay listen i'm just gonna say the asymmetrical shorts overalls Titus's short alls, look yeah yes i'm not my favorite the vest <laughs> with the with the short alls asymmetrical short alls not my favorite but it is his look and he owns it i will give you that he does he he owns it and by you know after a little while you just don't even care anymore it's just like yep that's that's it and now it's not as i don't know like i don't look at it and go man that's hideous like i definitely have grown accustomed to it but i do think there are better designs (laughs) oh yeah there was a point titus from final fantasy 10 was the poster child for uh on tv tropes site for jumping into uh, i forget what they called it i believe they called it your dumpster fire uh, fire fashion because it looked like he jumped into a dumpster picked out picked out four things and left <laughs> called it a yeah. day it's disgusting um also as a as a note we're like i think all of us here say titus rather than titus so i'm um, that's that's what we're saying but we recognize that some people say Titus. 
or Correct. Titus? Um, I actually went to school with a gentleman whose name was Titus. And, was it T-I-T-U-S, um, like from the Bible? It was spelled the same as Titus from uh, Final Fantasy X. And he pronounced it Titus. Um, nice. Yeah, he but was, I, mean... I think, one or two years behind me. But, um, yeah. So... I do believe in Japanese it's written as Titus, though, or Tita. Correct. It's the same reason why it's Tifa. The, the right. I is emphasized in that manner, just the way that they their language is done. To everybody I went to school with that said Tifa? <laughs> I wanted to punch everyone who said that. I swear to God. You, you just triggered my stomach acids. <laughs> no, Sorry. No. Consume Prilosec. Um, eat Prilosec. <laughs> Consume Prilosec. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, um, he definitely did not get his dad's fashion sense. Um, which because is his dad wore pants. board shorts and, that's it. <laughs> and like leather board shorts and a side skirt and I'm and so a little bit of armor and like you know what? Good for him. I love Jekt. I am not a Jekt apologist though. He was not a nice man. He no. was no. a very bad dad. He was a freaking douche. He, he was very he was bad dad. He, he just was a villain. No, he's yeah, his not. mom wasn't any better. No, I don't think that. So his I'm mom calling was any him better. a villain in the fact of how he chose to quote I think, unquote be a parent. Like that. I mean, that decision was villainous. yes but that's on a completely different scale than the game is putting it on because that is he is a titus villain but he him being sin is even like he's still not a villain he was holding sin at bay and then when given the chance he was like here's how you know i'm gonna give you guys the idea of how to keep sin more at bay so that we can get it all set up for the big you know He's Final the, thing. Like he technically Jack is the hero of the game. Because were it not for his decisions, there would not have been a break in the cycle. Right. So I mean, I say he's a villain because in the past he was a villain, his character was villainous, but his redemption arc was literally as Yeah, his as impactful as it could have possibly been. He was a villain for Titus, not for the game. And right. I, I, that's one of my favorite aspects is how when Titus gets to, like, Spira, even though, te- anyway, technicalities aside, when he gets to Spira and everyone's like, oh my god, Sir Jack, I loved him. And he's like, the hell? Who did you meet? Because that's <laughs> not my dad. And then That you person kind of get- is not the same person. Yeah, but then you get to, like, uncover Jack's journey and re- him realizing, like, I messed up. I really treated my kid like shit. I recognize now that that's what I did. And I just hope that he sees this so that he can know that I understand that I messed him up and <laughs> I'm sorry. So can we talk about this lady LeBlanc? Um, oh my God. Like, well, she's from 10. Out? She's from 10 too. So. Yeah. You're in the wrong we'll, game. With we'll the, hop with to that, that one. It, it wow, wow. Oh but my God. That crew LeBlanc, is great though. though. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, before we go and uh, go take a quick side trip over to Ten Two, let me. There's a couple of characters on here. I uh, major characters I want to Lulu. Lulu. She is. If Faye. you want, is like probably the first, the best example of I'm a Final Fantasy character and I'm goth is Lulu. Um, 
So when I think of Lulu, I think of exactly two things. One is tits. Uh-huh. Two is belt. Well, yeah, that's because those are her primary. Her whole dress is made of belts. Like, okay, I wish so... that was an exaggeration. No, her dress is made no, of belts. You don't. But you're right. I don't think about that. Um, Lulu's character was one that the art team was very spiteful about with the animation team. And so essentially, and you'll see this if, if you played through Final Fantasy X in nearly the animation team, because in Final Fantasy X, they had gorgeous anima- animatics for what? And it's the first game that they wanted to do as much animatics as they can. And as mu- and as much voice acting as possible that they could get away with. I've got so, stories on that too. There is a so with that Lulu's character um, was being tossed around between the animation and the art team. So when you're drawing Lulu as an artist, you uh, the art team was mad at. Uh, from what I've understood, the art team is mad at the animation team. So to kind of get back with them, they put Lulu in a belt dress because with every belt that's on there you have to animate each individual belt well so not in like in game Mm -hmm. they made that just like one solid skirt that moved as one skirt but in any full gameplay yeah in any fmv yes yeah (laughs) they did they did do that um they didn't do most of the belts separately. And I imagine that's probably why you don't generally see Lulu in motion in full motion videos. That is, it's why she's mostly waist up. uh, Yeah. I was going to say, she's generally waist up um, or not fully in motion. Um, But (laughs) I love her look, by the way, though. Oh, absolutely. She Um, is fantastic. That um, this is also a game where Square made a very, very bad choice in that they had two different um art directors for the game one for in-game art assets and one for the fmvs and it was a very jarring difference with their facial facial designs mm-hmm. specifically yeah. titus it is just it titus and to a lesser extent riku but it was very very like not okay different mm. um another yeah. character i've got to so they wanted to give, I guess you would want to call it punk art traditional. Uh, Aaron is definitely the samurai, but man, does he have a look. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, so of it's, course. It's, I mean, it's weird, too, because he's he's got a great sword. Is That's what it is. But mm-hmm. the first weapon is just called katana. It's like, no, no, that's not. You're <laughs> just wrong. <laughs> but he has this cool little giant jacket. And I know his inspiration was um, the aesthetic for Ronin's from the movie Yojimbo and a couple oh, yeah. of Kurosawa films. And so they wanted to get that look, especially for the I'm resting my arm inside my. Uh... Well, that's actually that was actually like sort of historical because yeah. once you if you are a disgraced samurai, um, you wear one arm out of its sleeve like that and Aaron is disgraced mm-hmm. um given his his story and how everything ended with the um previous pilgrimage he is disgraced oh, which yeah. i guess that's an interesting thing to bring up too because that's storytelling within it the um the fashion design yeah and like it would character. be 
I feel like people would be forgiven for not, you know, you're in this fantasy world where you're getting all sorts of um, inspirations from different things. And so maybe you just look at Aaron and are like, oh, that's cool. You know, he it's a samurai, but he's got his arm out. And, you know, maybe you wouldn't think, oh, he's definitely disgraced because it just might also be aesthetic. But, uh, you know, a lot like of people cool who are familiar. Yeah, yeah, but people who are familiar with samurai would probably look at him and understand like he's a disgraced he's been disgraced um in the past it's definitely one of those cultural cues that like you have to know about it in order to be like oh there's deeper meaning to this yeah and Arin definitely definitely has a big role to play in the past and why he's like nobody told him to do that he wasn't you know he he wasn't publicly disgraced but he knows what he did he knows or what he didn't do yeah he knows that he cowered it out um another one is yuna's look also very traditional japanese very Mm -hmm. priestess yes um she's got like a kimono Yeah. yeah but she's also got a kimono like it's very like very much just like a kimono look Mm -hmm. oh yeah um can we also talk a little bit i don't know the the um foundations for it but kimari is very tribal and Mm -hmm. that makes sense given who the ronso or like what the ronso do and who they are and such them being tribal makes a lot of sense and i really love his design a lot Mm. um i get a lot of inuit mixed with like Polynesian um, tribal yeah a little bit of that too for sure and oh there Just are like the there, mountainous culture and there are a lot of um polynesian um references throughout um, no, final fantasy 10 yeah uh, i will note that uh it took me for absolute ever to finish his battle with his uh two ronso brethren because i was stupid child and not using lancet to wreck house like you're supposed to because that's Uh what the game is trying to teach you (laughs) so yeah i made b-ron and yankee thank you i knew i remembered b-ron but i'm like i'm not gonna even try the second one because i know i'm gonna be wrong it's been way too long would you be your b you were b-ron uh (laughs) b-ron is b-ron we welcome kimari ranso back into tribe um, so before we move on to uh, the first attempt at an MMO for Final Fantasy XI, um, Final Fantasy X to is uh, ten and ten two is one of the earliest games where they decided, fine, we'll do a spinoff. We'll do a direct it's not a spinoff. Sequel. It's a direct sequel, and I think it is actually the first one they did because I don't think Final Fantasy IV: The After Years came out until after ten two. Correct. It, that and, one came out on the Wii and then later the PSP. Yeah. So 10-2 so, was a direct sequel. It actually takes place two years after the events of 10 and, in my opinion, very important to Yuna's growth as a person. Like Yes. Gro- like the growth that comes, or not growth, but like lo- loving and losing and realizing that like you can move on after falling in love and losing somebody. The and problem with that though is the game totally spits in your face with that if you get only the true if ending. you get the perfect ending. 
which is considered which is, the true ending which is incredibly hard to get like generally yes, you're is. not you're not gonna get the true ending for 10 2 but no. you know anyway the journey overall like it it doesn't titus coming back at the end doesn't undermine anything like she still went through the growth she still you know she learned that and yeah the game kind of undermines kind of undermines that by being like hey you've grown here have have back the thing that you lost but i do feel like most people (laughs) will not see the true ending their first time through and i feel like it's more impactful that you don't get titus back oh yeah because then you get you really like her whole journey really comes around to it's okay to have loved it's okay to have lost and it's okay to still miss that you know it's okay to move on and it's okay to still miss that like she she really pines for that and she like she's went two years without anything suddenly saw this sphere with who looks like titus and she's like oh my god that could be him and if it's not you know she's still okay but it's okay also that she got her hopes up and i don't know that's that's off topic but i really enjoy i really enjoy ten two. um it's very silly it does take a while to get to like the really good story but when you start really learning about len and shuyin some good shit so the character that um that kate was mentioning earlier that one (laughs) leblanc leblanc She is tits out and tummy out and legs out. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she has this like iron fan thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Actually, Kate, look up Final Fantasy X Donna, D-O-N-A. Oh God. Yeah. She has, <laughs> Doesn't she have like a major like everything change between 10 and 10 too? I, I, I genuinely do not remember her in 10 Oh my 10. gosh. How does her skirt stay on? It's, okay. So yes. It's um. got multiple <laughs> eyes around don't you see (laughs) (laughs) so this cosplayer nightmare over here (laughs) i'm gonna quickly gloss over um 10 twos um insane hair growth for yuna in two years she grew like four and a half feet okay hair to be fair i think that that is an extension yeah it's an extension I'm just yeah. cracking wise. I just wanted to throw that. Okay, but... I didn't think. I thought you might have been serious, and I was going to be <laughs> no. like, I was like, no, her hair growth is really. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, it no, yeah, that that's totally natural hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that yeah, she chopped 100%. off and then held on to to put at the end of this tassel. Um, yeah, but... I hate this character clothing so much. The... Which one? Donna. Uh, I know. Long... It's I freaking hate Donna's clothes. What the hell? It. What the hell? I don't know. I have to ask. It's like somebody looked up BDSM and was like, well, it kind of looks like this. (laughs) It's like, oh, crap, we designed her dress the wrong way. I'll leave it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. The best thing about this, if you're wanting to get into a crazy amount of fashion, tend to legitimately, for its classes, has a thing called the dress spheres. I love the dress spheres. Some of them are pretty hideous, but Uh some of them are really, are really cute. You gotta mix and match. The white mage, pretty cool. I like that one. That one. I like the um blackjack. Those ones are very interesting. If you want, how in the hell does that stay on? <laughs> I love the um berserker outfits. You know what I love? The mascots. <laughs> oh, the mascots are fun. 
<laughs> That's true. They just are in mascots clothing, and you just can alternate these clothes. So you know what? Well, it, it's a job class system, also. Yeah. So because when you're changing, when you're changing clothes, you're changing your job class, which is, you know, it's it's a strategic form of gameplay where you've got to like. I mean, I know that there's gonna be people who heavily disagree with me complimenting the game at all, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Um, like you have to change your tactics or like, oh, you know, I got into this battle. I need to do, you know, this would be the better option to have, you know, things like that. And so it is very much like a precursor to the job class system in MMOs, but also a callback to, um, the job classes, uh, of your, of ancient uh, your. Um, personally you know, though, the black mage earlier. has very little look to look like, except like a black mage, except that is a fantastically large hat that they, everyone has to wear. <laughs> yes. Are we? I like, okay. We're, we're a black mage. What does the black mage have? A large yellow hat. Not on my watch. Uh, if um, I'm remembering correctly, pink. they're what <laughs> they all are a little bit if we're being honest. Um, if I remember right, there's some enemies in um eight that were used kind of as a design basis for leblanc's team um oh like they were like because it's a group of three that laguna fights with his group oh my god i know who you're yeah they're the bright colored like they're very brightly colored (laughs) but they have the same color palettes that leblanc's crew does and that's one thing i i always like clicked to (laughs) I was going to say loud. Their, des- <laughs> their color and design is loud. Um, but also, I also I just got to share this uh, image with everybody here, which makes it look like uh, LeBlanc is receiving something that she shouldn't be. Good old LeBlanc. You are. Is this the massage minigame? That little minigame just like, made me so uncomfortable. No, this is I the know, massage minigame. I yeah. a story about this minigame. <laughs> I always try to break her back. It's funny when you do that. Um, when I when that game first came out, I got it and I was playing it downstairs on the big TV. Um uh because I didn't have a TV in my room yet. And so I was downstairs playing it. My dad was at work. Um, my mom was upstairs. I think I was like 14 when it came out. It came out in 02? 2 I think it was 03. I'll double check. Keep going though. Yeah, I was either 14 or 15 and I, <laughs> uh, I got to that scene where you have to give her a massage and I just didn't understand it. I was like, I don't know what, what I'm doing here. And <laughs> I have never paused a game so fast than when my mom came out of her sewing room. <laughs> upstairs because she would keep the door closed and watch movies and stuff i'm giving leblanc a massage and she's like oh yes and it's like dramatic and everything and i'm like this is so wildly uncomfortable like i'm uncomfortable with this whole thing that's happening and then my mom um opens the door and comes downstairs and like if you don't if you go too long without actually like doing anything leblanc will get mad at you um i've never paused a game so fast then <laughs> my mom coming downstairs while leblanc is moaning so speaking of the class systems and such for it and away from leblanc and awkward moments 
Um, <laughs> we this after the uh, uh, ten and ten two, we move over to um f- to Final Fantasy eleven. Final Fantasy eleven was Final Fantasy's first time trying to do an MMO, and hit or miss, it had a, a decent system. Uh, but the way it did it which I thought was interesting and will be a precursor to Final Fantasy twelve, was that they made more realistic animations. They used uh, ten as they used Final Fantasy ten as the template for the human in class, and then they used that to adjust classes for everyone else. So they really treat what got into the MMO craze that was popping up. By the way, for the record, uh ten two was released in March of twenty twenty three of twenty uh, two thousand three. <laughs> really trying to figure out how to say 2003 as 2003 <laughs> yeah i did i tried to solve that it'll didn't come out but so final fantasy 11 went back into the drawing board and took parts and pieces of classes that they wanted to keep they stuck with the classics the warrior the black mage the white mage i went with the red mage was my main because that guy had a really big hat and i was sold by that hat <laughs> leo master of hats no just that one one hat. i have my I have a horror, uh, bad history with FF11. I didn't get very far in that game. Now, that also didn't mean I didn't spend a lot of time in that game, and that's my problem. <laughs> Damn. So, with that being said, they took on different classes for it. Um, the neat thing that they did with that, which I thought was a genius, so for, you would have a primary class, and then you could pick a secondary class. And your secondary class was you half the level of whatever your primary class was, and it could level up to that. So you could be a warrior and a white mage. You could be a black mage and a um, red mage. Or I ran a red mage with a white mage, which meant I was full of healing and support. Nice. So you could mix and match your, your, your spells like that, but also with because of that, you can mix and match your outfits. You can equip a thing for a, a white mage and a red mage for it. So you could have a giant hat and a big white uh, white fluffy coat too. Um, but they, I think there was only like, what, 10, 11 classes in that thing? I never played it, and I'm not, whew, excuse me, <laughs> overly familiar with it. That's okay. Final Fantasy XI was doing okay in, as far, because this is when MMOs exploded on the scene, but uh, Final Fantasy XI got shot out by a slightly bigger MMO you may have heard of, World of Warcraft. I don't know what that is. Okay, so... I will explain that to you after the podcast and give you some shame on that. <laughs> I was a Guild Wars player. Mm-hmm. Guild Wars, I think, also came out around this time, too. I played very little of Final Fantasy XI, particularly because of the difficulty with getting play online to function correctly on my end. And then the fact that the way you moved was you click and drag up to walk forward. Mm-hmm was absolutely insanely obnoxious and it actually made me send a very nasty email to play online telling them that they ruined what should have been an amazing experience (laughs) i didn't start playing an any mmo until i started 14 last august i helped with that last july when i was on when i was working graveyards and it was very slow and boring and I had a lot of time. <laughs> so after FF11, um, it gets swallowed up because of uh, the MOA craze gets get shot in the foot once uh, WoW hits this scene. 
it took a lot of people away from other MMOs. But um, their class, uh, it was kind of interesting to see their art style go to a more, I would say, realistic style of artwork. Like everything that they did looked like something that you could that would feasibly exist. Unlike you know Nova's costume from FF uh, Ten Two, which is holding on by a string and a prayer. Who's <laughs> that costume? Or so, um, what's her name? Did you say Nova? Maybe I don't remember her name from Ten Two. Yeah. LeBlanc? No, oh, Donna. Donna, Donna. Donna from 10. Okay. Donna from 10. Yeah. No, Donna from 10, her outfit is being held together by a string and a prayer. (laughs) And the string's on the front side. Well, and she's also got that thong on underneath. Yeah. (laughs) Leaves little to the imagination. Oh, yeah. So. We're going to move on to the next M. Uh, after FF11 being both, depending on how you were talking to, a hit or a miss, a lot more miss than hit. In your opinion. Uh, in my opinion. And I have no idea if I I know anyone who's still playing FF11. I don't know. I'm in a, I'm in oh, a JRPG okay. group on Facebook, and um, a lot of people in there do talk about how much they loved Eleven. Yeah, it it still has uh, functional servers, and there are still people that do play it. Oh, cool! Huh. You know, go eleven. You're lasting longer than many of the MMO. They have really good music. Eleven has such good music. So they took the artworks and such for, that they wanted to do in eleven and moved it on to Final Fantasy twelve. Twelve, if I recall, it was designed to be both using some of the art stuff that they had for Final Fantasy eleven, but also Final Fantasy Tactics. So. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say Tactics and Vagrant Story. That's the one. Yeah, Vagrant Story is the other one. Now, I'm just going to put it out there. 12, like 95% of the costumes in 12 are actually dumpster. Like, you jumped, you tur- you got dressed in the dark. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just, like, and I'm sorry. I love Bosch. I really do. But what the hell is that? The, your khaki shorts and your sandals. <laughs> like, you're at, like, Disneyland. You're a tourist at Disneyland. And he's got his, oh, God. And, like, I don't know. Like, I know nobody likes Vaughn, but I feel like he's probably one of the better dressed characters. <laughs> Vaughn. I like Vaughn I was I like Vaughn too, but a lot of people hate him. You guys are both objectively wrong. Bosch is Prove the best. It. Bosch is what? Oh, not Bosch. Excuse me, Balthier. Yeah. I, I, I rest I my case. Uh, nobody said that ba- that Vaughn was the best. We just said that we like Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought I heard someone say one of the best dressed in the game and i'm like oh no that's i did i did say that vaughn is one of the best dressed in the game that's not saying that he is the best dressed in the game because balthier is even with his stupid shoes (laughs) also ash ash no ash is not well not well dressed i like her character i love her character you can love her character that doesn't mean she didn't get dressed her hot pink stripper skirt and her like super fancy top and I love it. That wedding dress was hideous. I hate it. <gasps> and I want to stab whoever designed it. I love her wedding dress. <laughs> it's ugly. You guys are about to have a fight. It looks like something some heiress whose daddy showed her love by giving her money 
would buy to because she thinks that her Instagram followers. Oh my god! Like it. I Fantastical. love her. Have you dress. not played the game? That sounds. Yes, like, I have. I was gonna say that sounds an awful lot like her backstory. Oh my god! Well, I mean, she was a princess. She wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, Daddy gave her that dress. Um, Larsa well, is also Daddy very has terrible taste. Larsa is also very well dressed. Um, at least they gave the child, uh, you know, some good clothes. Uh, the judges all look amazing in their armors. Speaking, I'm, I'm not gonna armor. lie, I still love Fran. Thank you. I Dude, was gonna I say Fran. Fran, yeah, she looks really good, and she definitely rocks the Vieira clothes. I know she was. She is a Vieira and therefore has no choice but to rock the Vieira clothes. But... She absolutely does, though. She's been, she had a choice. She was booted out of the, the, the Enclave or whatever. Yeah, but she's still a Vieira. Yeah, that doesn't, the, the Enclave is, I think, isn't that what dictates the wear? She could technically wear normal clothes. Oh, I mean, I guess if she wanted to, but why would you want to when you look as good as Fran? When you look that good, exactly. Yeah. Looks like she belongs in a dungeon, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, Fran is great. Also, I really love the voice acting in 12. I think it has such a really neat quality. It's to... very, very good. And the sound design also, I have to note, I know this has nothing to do with it, but um, the fact that the areas you're in, they apply the appropriate filters. Like when you're in a dungeon, you hear an echoiness to the voices and when you're in a field you hear just clarity it's like this is this is good sound design i like it yeah i just always remember i i love the um i just really love the uh the voice acting and like there's something about the quality of the voice acting like the way it's recorded sounds like they might have been a little too close to the microphone, but it was cleaned up really nicely. And so it just sounds very personal. It sounds very nice. And I love it. I feel a little attacked on this podcast. for not editing as much as I could. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think 12 has a very, uh, <laughs> has a very interesting, like so many people just look like hot, messes and i love bosh but i am sorry he's a hot mess look in that do wanna, outfit do we want to talk about how they gave rex uh female protagonist clothes <laughs> have you seen half of the soldiers in that game they all got female protagonist clothes yeah here's the thing that we appreciate around here we, yeah, we, not- oh my god you were not here for the mobius final fantasy conversation <laughs> yeah Correct, this I was not. Please enlighten where me. I got, to, I got to talk to everybody about the original armor designs for Mobius Final Fantasy. Do you remember that? When they when Mobius was first coming out? I remember Mobius, and I remember that they shut everything down. Yeah, so very early on, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this super quick rundown, Leo. Um, so when they were first announcing Mobius Final Fantasy, they had released like images, you know, to promote the game. And when they (laughs) oh my god it's the fucking best sorry for swearing um so this was the original this was the original design hey for the character everyone gets midriffs so he's got that full open side it's backless and just has some straps holding it together um so he just walked out of er (laughs) yeah so and you see like he's got he's He's, he's like, woof, we would put women in that, right? <laughs> um, 
so there was a massive outcry against um from the the men the insecure frail men folks who decided they hated it and so the game covered them up and it was a travesty the tragedy of our time yeah so that second one is how they actually like went and gave him a full outfit oh i found another one before they censored his outfit apparently one of his alternate outfits he <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that was it. I remember, I remember what being being in the midst of it when they were announcing it, and then when they were censoring it because there was an outcry and it was so stupid. But anyway, back on topic. Brandon back and I on can topic. Talk more about so that FF later. twelve, everyone there decides. You know what? Everyone gets midriffs. Everybody. That's everyone issue here already. gets midriffs <laughs> tops. So I, I'll say at least with that. Being as majority of the characters, at least in early game and the area, I'm going to disagree already with the desert argument. Very Arabian inspired in some respects, which is some probably respects. why, which is why the all everybody's dressed like Aladdin. <laughs> I just feel like in the desert, you generally are going to wear more to protect yourself. I but, agree with that, but that's not the way they paint Aladdin. He's he's so poor he can't afford he can't afford nice clothes until he's Ali Ababa. So with that, it has to deal with fabrics on there. So in those areas, one of the most treasured fabrics is silk because they're tough and it can take a brutal beating and it's super lightweight. You will you will not cross a desert with thick uh, sheep wool all over yourself. You will die from heat. With the exception of the one desert that is, like, super cold. I mean, it, deserts get, get really cold at night. Yeah. Layers, people. Layers. <laughs> All right. So moving on from Final Fantasy twelve, we move on to Final Fantasy thirteen, The sci-fi one. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy thirteen I thought was interesting is that they had legitimate fashion designers work on... Final Fantasy XIII's uh, aesthetics for the, all their characters, especially Lightning. Yeah. There was a point that Louis Vuitton was using Lightning as a uh, as a model. Yeah. They actually, um, Louis Vuitton didn't use Lightning as a model, or like didn't model, sorry, didn't design for Lightning. They actually made clothes that were then digitized and Lightning was put into for an ad campaign. Right, that's um, what happened there. Yeah, so um, Lightning, though, I feel, takes what was unfashionable about Ash's outfit and made it a little bit more fashionable, but also in a military setting because she is, in fact, in the military or in the army. I love Lightning. She's my wife. <laughs> I think she's a lot of people's wives. <laughs> but yeah, then you have, I think that there was a lot more coherency to the outfits in 13 but it's because they got to they drew from like a sci-fi um you know for more of a sci-fi setting and mm -hmm. um even i think 13 too i think we should just group the 13 trilogy as one mm -hmm. otherwise we'll be here forever <laughs> yeah um 13, even 13 2 has like sarah's um outfit is like it's very cute it it's very girly it fits her and her personality very well um still you know generally practical in the sense of any final fantasy outfit before 16 practical, practical. and final fantasy out outfits are few and far between <laughs> yeah. um 
and uh you know hers like i think noel's is a little less practical but he also comes from a tribal future where he um like clothing is a little more scarce so he's you know he's got his his is he wearing Django or Janko jorts too? I can't remember. <laughs> um, but like him and Caius and Yule, who are all from that same future, all have very much similar. Like I'm not. I I want to very gently say tribal, um, because they've got like some aspects of it, but still very like modern style aesthetics. Like dude, Caius is wearing straight pink camouflage. <laughs> I love Caius. Ice. He's just wearing pink camouflage. Like, was the thing designer taking a break? That's on playing a part. Are we being punked? <laughs> Isn't he in purple? That's purple key. Purple freaking camouflage. Purple. Wait, are we talking about the big villain? Yeah, Caius. Freaking camouflage. I don't see what you're his headband. Oh yeah, his stupid headband. Yes, <laughs> that's a stupid headband. It's like you couldn't have left that off. That looks stupid. Yeah, I but you see, almost like, cosplayed him. I love him, but you see, like we've got a little bit of that tribal element going on with like the beating and the hair, and um, even his sword. If you look at his sword, it's even got like the the rings, like he mm-hmm. pierced his sword, and <laughs> he not even pierced his sword. <laughs> so those no, are I'm actually. Seeing it, yeah. Those are actually, um, they're swords like that that have the rings, and they're for extra weight. So mm-hmm. when you slash and kill, you can dig deeper. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes it like top heavy, like a a big old heavy axe will. Yeah, that's good to know. But you see, he's also he's and a protector. Also, when rings cling together, they ward off ghosts. But I don't think that's what that's there for. <laughs> oh. Um, but you can see even like, like he's a warrior. So in his yeah. design, you know, it's, a, it's more practical for what he uses it for. He, he protects Yule. Um, uh, Noel used to be, um, well, he is still a protector of Yule, but anyway, like his is a little bit more, um, because he's more, I think like stealthier or like, he's just quicker on the attack. And so, you know, his allows oh. for better movement. Yeah, definitely um, stealthy with the purple camo. That that'll keep it. <laughs> no, I mean like he moves he just moves faster. Yeah. Um and also Caius or Noel's not wearing purple camo. It is a wave design. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Noel, not Carl or not Caius. Okay. <laughs> His um, event is a wave design, not camo. <laughs> And then Lightning Returns just really goes off the deep end with the the outfits. Like, some of them really are just there for fan service. And I'm just going to say it. I think I said it before. Might have been in the last podcast. Her purple suit with Cloud's Bracer is all you will ever need. Makes her into a tank. She hits hard. She defends hard. And it's amazing all around. But aesthetically very she has like 97 outfits now in that game like (laughs) so many were released as like dlcs and like crossovers and such like you can even get in 13-2 commander shepherd's armor for noel and sarah seriously yeah there's like so many different crossover events and then they just kept like here's more outfits that do different things and it 
you know some of the, some of them are just palette swaps of each other and some of them are like dude hideous but some of them are really cute but i'm just saying the purple the purple suit prime top tier aesthetically and functionally it does two things really well yeah and then yeah. i i wore oh i put the sunglasses on her too um for funsies and because she looked like a badass <laughs> she was wearing those i think i have a picture saved somewhere let me put my cross stitching down whilst that's happening so 13 goes kind of madcap with the costuming so which kind of makes sense when you move on to the next one which is you know an mmo that was done so well they had to do it twice um, okay, well, it wasn't done well the first time. That's why they did it twice. And that's why it's sarcasm. <laughs> but 14, FF14, the giant MMO, which has glamour and costumes for days. <laughs> like, dude, hey, you can't even say like, oh, the base costumes are, are, they fall in line with this because you know what? There's so many different, even outfits if you don't spend money uh, in Mog Station, like there's so many like in game i have gotten squalls ferians um zidane and oh, did you get yourself some jenko george no zell's <laughs> not one of them <laughs> um thank god but you can get those in the game <laughs> yeah you can get something similar to it yeah i've seen a lot of zell glamours but there you know it's the, that one really goes off the rails because you will get <laughs> so many different kinds of um just so many different kinds <laughs> of outfits and glamours and such and yeah you can mix and match and mix and match all of that i played that one for about 10 hours and then i went back to neverwinter <laughs> <laughs> i have not put in as that as many hours as some people have mm -hmm. i know people who have put thousands of hours in um i am just sitting at about 250 and i need to get more time so i can play more but i think about about three thousand hours so yeah. i'm one of those weirdos that didn't have a problem with the original build of 14 and my name's in the credits because of it hey <laughs> um Yay. And when I when they did that whole like I have to emphasize this part, which was really cool. The last event was an end of the world event for the original build, uh -huh. and that was made into the opening cinematic for a Realm Reborn. I did know that. So that's really freaking cool that you know, pe like people got to actually participate in the essentially the prequel to the game. Um, but yeah, I was level like forty three when a realm reborn launched because they let me carry my level over like hmm nice i'm a bit overpowered <laughs> all right moon i know you have a thing about the wedding dress in this 14 in ff14 <laughs> your time to shine hold on but i do like that there's a lot of these costume aesthetics that you want to dress as a go out fighting as a maid we got you you want to go out in a school skirt with a um denim crop top tin and top we got you on this one <laughs> you want to just yeah. wear your bikini and put the elephant head on we got you boo yeah sometimes <laughs> like whenever i log in i'm like what is my character feeling today and then i'm like 
I, I like think about it and I'm like, okay, I think we're feeling a little slutty today. And then I'll go and find something like a little bit slutty or yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm feeling really regal today or whatever. But yeah, so it's just, um, you gotta, you know, gotta feel mm-hmm. what you're feeling. So like, there's, there's, there's so many outfits now. If you want to look like a Starbucks barista, you can look like a Starbucks oh, barista. Oh, you can. If, if you want to look like a greaser, you can look like a greaser. Cheerleader, prep, nerd, <laughs> imperial, heavy armor, absolutely nothing. Oh, here's a shirt that gives you tattoos. Oh, look, boots with the fur. I love the I love one of the the shirts you get in the manor that has the <laughs> tattoos. I love that. Yes. One. Also, yes, I think I have that one. For some like for so, for a reference uh, uh as a reference for some of the outfits in th- in Lightning Returns, like full on raver. I love it. <laughs> I I love Lightning so much, okay? But some of these were just not that cute. But that I'm sorry, but that suit I, I want to tell you the the wedding dress of Final Fantasy fourteen is very special to me because I actually made that dress. That's amazing. Made that dress and I went to Fan Fest and I entered the contest. I got in the top twenty with it. <gasps> Hell yeah, you did! Congrats. That dress made me cry so many times. <laughs> cry I because of the world. Cry because of stress or yes. cry? Yeah, it was like. Trying to find a design because you know it's a big game. I took so many screenshots, and you know, there's so much lace and so much design on it. And yeah, I've had I wore I think two petticoats, no, I wore two hoop skirts and a petticoat just to get that fullness. And you know, I wasn't <laughs> tripping on it. Uh, the wig, the ears were sewn onto the wig, the um. The veil was long. Everything was custom. The beading on the top. like You would think that was one like whole dress. That was three separate pieces that I don't even know what type of magical costuming goddess I prayed to. But to be able to recreate that and finding the right fabric and finding the colors that match. It was so hard. Hey, perseverance <laughs> really paid off. I'm going to see if I can find a picture I can link for you guys. So give me a sec. Yes. Is there only one wedding dress for Final Fantasy XIV? Yes. One official wedding dress. Yeah, there's uh, there's things I'm sure you could, like, dye and whatever to make it look like a wedding dress. I wonder if they have a costume. This is the official Final Fantasy XIV wedding dress. And for instead of spending all that, you could have spent, like, three bucks and get yourself the knockoff dress. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> It's uh, but yeah, there is just the one, and when you get married in game, you get that dress. Huh. I just want to like, I want to get married in game, just so I can have the dress. I actually don't want to be married to anybody. I'll be like, we got I married. Get the chocobo. I want it. I want all of it, but then I just want to immediately get divorced. <laughs> I mean, you can. All you gotta do is just go turn your ring in. Um. So this is mild. This is actually off topic, but in Japan, there's actually a whole thing where you can get married um sort of you like have everything associated with the wedding like you walk down the aisle the ceremony the reception all of the you know the things the honeymoon but there's no groom (laughs) it's just you (laughs) and you want you get to feel like a princess and you get to have like all the beautiful stuff and be pampered but you're not married it's the self-love combo 
Yeah, I was God, like, if I'd, only I'd do that. You get it's, they. It's a it's a thing that they actually have in Japan, and you get to like they'll help you book honeymoons mm. and stuff. A honeymoon for one. Honeymoon for one. Sounds to me like it's just a vacation. Sounds like every day to me. It's a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Should we um move on to fifteen? Over to fifteen. Yes. So one of My the boys. most boring fashion games. <laughs> ever do you like wearing black if so this game is for you brandon if she, we're not gonna shit on 15 i think kate likes it <laughs> hey we're all do. wearing black <laughs> but 15 went with in a completely much like 8 did in the 90s and later 13 did in the 2000s 15 went back to a more modern aesthetic they also hired um actual fashion designers to create the outfits mm-hmm. um and luna's ugly ass wedding dress i hate that dress with so much passion it's just so boring in the pantheon of final fantasy wedding dresses look the skirt the whole bodice of skirt worked it did my arm thingies need to be burned i just thought it didn't fit her style because they put her in all of these very like slim form-fitting things and then she got like a weird poofy wedding dress but no i get that too it goes against the grain of like what they're trying to portray of like her aesthetic quote-unquote which is also another reason like you said wait doesn't work okay if you're trying to get consistency in a character of their dress their style their look everything you have to keep it consistent you can't just like it'd be like let's take leo and dress him in suits and then next thing we know we put him in dirty overalls with no shirt and that's his quote unquote <laughs> wedding gear. Wait, isn't that just Leo's <laughs> isn't that just Leo's calendar? Maybe. I don't know. I missed no, uh, September in this one. It's his Sunday standard. <laughs> but yeah, like I I feel like you know what, maybe I shouldn't talk. I don't I don't have many nice things to say about her 15. Her outfit is honestly the best one and it should have been her wedding dress. I feel like mm-hmm. her Kingsglaive outfit was everything. Mm-hmm. her kingsglaive outfit was incredible it had details she had the detachable um back piece that gave her a train that was like layers upon layers of chif- of like chiffon that would murder anybody to make um god kingsglaive the kingsglaive outfits were actually really like clever and unique and i loved her kingsglaive dress so much yeah, they really they really got some some modern day fashion designers to create the outfits. And I feel like personally that took away a lot of the magic that comes with Final Fantasy costuming. I don't know, man. I liked that cup noodle hat. <laughs> the chocobo <laughs> shirt. I want to ride my chocobo all day. <laughs> I found it. There you go. We're we're not going to talk about how Prompto is best boy, um, because he, he is. is best boy. He is. Prompto just reminds me of Prompto corn dogs. I want to ride my chocobo all day. <laughs> so there was one time where he started singing that, and then immediately there were Imperials above us, so he started shouting Imperials above us. <laughs> it was oh. hilarious. I just want to note that I'm very butthurt that I didn't get the pink chocobo, but Iris did. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, um, it upset me. But um, I'm gonna call this one out. Um, Aranea for the win. 
oh she looks so good she's wearing some good ass dragoon armor mixed with a like pseudo skirt dress kind of thing going on it works really nicely yeah i mean she got like probably the closest to a classic dragoon look oh my god sammy that is beautiful yay thank you oh my gosh that took me nine months dude i bet All those well that's beads. a final fantasy 14 wedding dress still. it is my baby yes Literally. it is my baby all the beading you see on the skirt and everything was all done by hand. The flowers were done by hand. The bolero was done by hand. Everything you see, I sewed and did by hand. The beading on the chest, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely paid off. It looks beautiful. It Thank looks you. amazing. I want to cry just looking at it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I feel like Aranea definitely has like what could be considered a, like the closest to a traditional Final Fantasy job outfit. Um, and she does look very much like a dragoon. I think Arden actually has a very interesting costume, even though they made his jacket look like it was made out of like old curtains. He feels like a red mage. He does, but also I feel like, I don't know, he, because when you learn, like, who he is and, like, his backstory, it kind of makes sense that his stuff isn't, like, you know, perfectly neat and trim and tidy and everything. Like, there's a lot going on in there and not all, like, there's not a lot good going on in there. Like, not not in the sense that I hate the game, but in the sense that he's had a lot of shit happen to him. And so... When you finally, like, when you see that he's not as tidy and, and trim and everything, like, it makes sense for who he is as a character. No, um, I feel like his outfit really does fit his character. Like, oh, oh my god, end. Kate. Kate, have you seen the Kingsglaive movie? Yeah. You know um, Arden's one wing sleeve? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I think that's a, um, I don't know for sure, but I think that's a Sephiroth. Um, that's gotta be a Sephiroth. Yeah, here it is. is, I'm trying to get um, a good quality picture of it, but uh, <laughs> there aren't very many. Oh, here we go. Okay, it's small, but um, his outfit is very similar between the game and the movie, but they did add that, like, wing thing on his arm and i thought that that was really cool but um yeah so uh i really like i think he had a really good um design and there are like little touches to the outfits that i think really lend to the personalities of mm -hmm. the characters like prompto is a little bit more of like the like the punk type you know and he's got the bandana tied around his upper arm and you know, he's kind of got, like, that look to him. and you He's know, also Ignis the only is... character with color in his outfit. <laughs> um, They're in a boy band. Leave them alone. <laughs> See, that's that was <laughs> my first thought. When when Final Fantasy XV came out, like... That was everyone's first so, thought. So this is a... Yeah, pretty much. So this is a boy band. Is, is that um, what's happening here? Well, this is why they do have alternate outfits that you can put them in that actually give them a little bit of color. But also there's a really massive amounts of mods 
that make them look really good in different colors. Um, but Ignis is like the royal retainer for Noctis. And so, you know, he's always had to be very, like he's, he's held to a higher standard. So he does wear the suit, um, mm. you know, he's, that's done up pretty much all the way. I think he unbuttoned, he learned how to like unbutton a button or two on his <laughs> button up shirt. Um, you know, you can drop a can, button. How, how? Can how? we talk about how no mechanic should be wearing what Cindy is wearing? <laughs> that is yes. so dangerous. She should not be near a car without a jumpsuit. And like, I, I'm going to say it. I don't care about the bikini top. If she, like, maybe she gets hot and she, like, ties that around her waist or something, but she should not be wearing denim panties, a jacket, like, a crop jacket and a bikini top. I, I, like, what's wrong with a white shirt and some, and some grease monkey jumpers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna want a jumper if you're working on cars. That's just, yeah. what the gonna get Besides the fact that you're gonna get, like, grease and oil and stuff everywhere, like, you're working on a hot car like chances of you being burnt <laughs> might be high i just want to note that while sydney was cleaning my windshield i saw her walking by in the background <laughs> 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 and i'm pretty sure i hit the share button because i'm like that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> See, I think for her, she's so for for Cindy's look. I'm always like, you know what? One or two of these things, that's fine. Like, uh, that that's fine to go with it. But all of it, yeah, just as if you've ever worked on a car, not not great. I'm also briefly going to call out the developers on it because they did make a statement when people were like, uh, "Whoa, Cindy's outfit's a little like revealing," and they're like. You know, and basically calling them out for saying that she is only meant to be eye candy or whatever. And they were like, well, she was not created with the intent of being eye candy. I'm sorry, your intent doesn't come across that way. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it doesn't matter if your intention was for her to not be eye candy. Without anybody knowing that that's not the case, that's what she is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And It's like... like it's very reductive to her personality and i i don't like that the developers couldn't just fess up and say we did it for the fan service (laughs) and try to make some sort of excuse out of it anyway cindy should have real overalls or coveralls coveralls although i would even offer i would even take overalls Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. You know it's weird when your bikini top is the least pro- is the the least problematic of this outfit. Yeah, because she could yeah. if she was wearing like the jumper, she could just yeah, I gotcha. button or zip it up. But uh, I love the gender bent Cindy designs though because like they keep them in the booty shorts. <laughs> it's freaking <laughs> hilarious. Uh, I love that. Um, and so I don't think we have anything else on fifteen. Um, after that, we go on to the next one and the last of the Final Fantasy numbers, the FF16, which is the Easily most Easily in my one. top three Final Fantasies. I love it so much. I thought it was so good. Um, and I feel like the outfits are so good. I really love it. They, like, they're practical for what they're doing, but they also have that Final Fantasy flair. So, you know, Clive is in 
you know, he's in like leather because he does do a lot of like, you know, like he is in battles and stuff. So mm-hmm. he's got a few armor pieces, but he's in the leather because, um, you know, he's moving around and stuff. And mm-hmm. I like, but they're always using magic too. So they get to have like that distance. Jill is stunning and it fits her. She is covered neck to toe for a reason. It's an in-game reason. And it's, it's really interesting. And mm-hmm. I like... I, I'm glad that I, job, like, I gotta say this. I love Jill's big dress because you haven't seen a big dress like that since like I mean what, it's not 10? big. <laughs> well, it's so it's flowy, um, but it's how do I want to say? So it's large and flowy because it's a uh, it it's goes almost all the way to the bottom to the floor, right? Yeah, she's dress. got leggings on underneath. Yeah, but and the she's thing got is, her boots, which are thigh it's, high. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong. If they're pleated. It makes it easier for it to not be in your way or for you to not. Uh, it doesn't have to be pleated. Any skirt can give you movement if you, if it's done well. Pleating mm-hmm. will just give you more flowiness and a lot of, you know, movement. I think that, honestly, her skirt being pleated is probably just a decorative idea. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it is. I just sent an image. Look, I'm just saying, just got a fight on Friday on, at 8 o'clock and a dance party at 9 and... Doesn't have to change. She also got an alternate costume that is beautiful. Uh, That's very reminiscent of the fact that uh, she is a dominant of Shiva. Same with why why Clive has the... Like the the magma look running through The burnt, torn armor kind of look because the dominant of Ifrit. Yeah. So... That's one of the cool things. Isn't there fashion in that one? It, that aesthetic is designed around the summons? A little bit. Mm, not not totally, um, but... It's general aesthetic, yes. Because yeah. you're not really... You're not... Like, I wouldn't say that you could look at Barnabas and be like, oh, I know what he's the dominant, dominant of. You True, know. but the regal kind of feel on it, it feels like a royalty kind of look when he's even not in armor. No, and I I get that. I just feel like I would never. I don't yeah, feel like I initially I would have looked at Jill and been like, ah, Shiva, or you know, looked at. Well, no, Hugo and Titan makes complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna look, say, look at their color palettes. Their clothing color palettes are what really draw that in. You have nothing but tans and browns and earthy tone thing going with Hugo. You've got the red leather accenting on Clive and the red uh, scarf for Joshua. And then you've got the white and blue for Jill. Okay, I can see it. I still... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then you've got the scale armor that is on uh, Dion, (laughs) which is supposed to be like, I'm a dragon. Yes, and he is a dragoon too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Benedicta also looks great. Like, she has a little bit more of a collar, but... She's still covered, and she's still a warrior kind of so look. The, yes, I love Benedict. The feathering is also, um, like, the collar is all feathers. All right, you don't have oh, to yeah. keep reaching. I'm kidding. <laughs> and it's also very lightweight outfit and flowy looking. Therefore, Garuda. Anyway. Sorry, her outfit is not lightweight and flowy. <laughs> her outfit is okay, not tight. flowy. Not flowy, but very thin looking material. How's it's that? It's leather. It's leather. The skirty part is very thin, though, I think. Yes. Looks I'll give you that. Ish. So, um, that reminds me of something. Um, there was a thing I had to, I did some research on. So, 
you have you guys ever heard of boiled leather? Yes. Yes, you eat it. <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> so are you okay? <laughs> are you? What are you doing? We're not allowed to get uh, get Kate's uh, alternate outfit. You won't stop. They won't stop eating it. <laughs> Look, if you're starving, boil leather. <laughs> you can eat that. <laughs> um. So back in the day, in the I'd say upper uh, before, around the re- uh, pre-Renaissance era, so you had boiled leather and you also had um, studded uh, leather. Okay, studded leather had studs in it to reinforce it and tighten leather and make it a uh, tougher armor. So with the right type of boiling, though. You could make leather as strong as chainmail, and so that's what. So a lot of uh, that's why you see in like high fantasies and thing and things this 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 uh, sort of weird case of where people are wearing a lot of leather. There's a reason behind that because um, at, there was a point where people would just wear leather as leather armor instead of chainmail because it's easier to make and it's easier to get your hands on, and you can make it super fashionable if you know what you're doing with it. Well, the costuming of 16 is really good. I would say that potentially, no, I would even say, so Mid is an engineer, but she's not, like, she, you know, she could probably stand to put on a jacket. <laughs> um, and get a haircut, maybe. No, her braid makes it everything. <laughs> um, a girl's never had a haircut. Back. At least she has it tied back, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um you know, she she's an architect and a um oh my god, what am I trying to say? Engineer. Which so, character is this? Um Middadol. Middadol, but it's mid. Just type in mid. Which is a reference to Final Fantasy V. And uh, there's other mids than just her. Okay. They're always somehow related to Sid. Um she's Sid's adopted daughter in, in sixteen. Is she wearing like a silk tank top and leather pants. Yeah, like a undershirt. Yeah, it looks kind of like a like a camisole or like a night like a night dress or like a it night It does look like a night shirt. Yeah. But yeah, cuz it's got like that very like sort of intimate feel to it. But um Yeah, I think she's I, she's like one of my favorites. <laughs> Definitely looks like she forgot to put her shirt on over it. Oh, yeah. She could probably stand to, <laughs> you know, put the rest of her clothes on. But but it's not a bikini under a hot engine, so I'll mm-hmm. forgive it. Yeah, plus she's, like, one of the best characters. She's so cute. All right. So I think at this point, we managed to get through all of this Final Fantasy. What? All the numbered all Final clothing. Fantasies. <laughs> Definitely did not get through all the Final Fantasies. No, no. We did not get through all the Final <laughs> Fantasies. There were so much Final Fantasies. And so much more. So many. Next time, we go through the Chocobo Dungeon series. <laughs> oh, dear God. So, with this being the thing, like, you have a large array of outfits that you can pick and choose from just your own favorite Final Fantasy game alone. And they're always pretty good so they're mostly pretty good outfits and <laughs> and fashionable but also there's a whole lot of dumpster fire outfits too looking at you like trash cans 12 <laughs> <laughs> um and as we've learned and established through this uh 
uh, gaming theater is pro. If if one person's getting a midriff, everyone can have a midriff. <laughs> this can't protect you. Don't care. You On that note, I will not be wearing one. Uh, no, you have I to. I will not be either. So it's <laughs> Hey, it's part of the military. I might. It's part of the no. military outfit. And if it gives I me also, enough bonuses, I don't care. <laughs> I also will not. I, you I, know what? Nobody Leo, wants if you to. do it, I'll do it. There you go. No one tell Ben. He'll just do it. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might not even have to tell Ben. He'll just show up in a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 mm, yep, that sounds right. <laughs> oh, man. If I was a class, I would probably be straight up a warrior. But I think I would go mm, uh, 16's look. That is a cool look. Oh, yeah. man. Give me the dragoon outfit. All right, so before we close this out, now that you have an option for every single Final Fantasy of a costume for it, um, and I'm not going to say best costume because personally I will always pick FF14 wedding dress because Moontastical made one. And you, I got hands down you, on that one. You can, you, can like, you can like a different outfit than, somebody, than what somebody cosplayed. Yeah, Leo. I can. I choose not to. Um, you top tier for me but if you could uh, pick an outfit that you want to grab from any of the characters and their class which one would you pick before you we close this out oh sorry i jumped the gun on that one <laughs> well we've jumped the gun remember i was already there <laughs> I, I i like um if i have to go if I have to go fighter, I uh, if I'm going to go with the classes of a fighter, which I probably would be, ooh no, I would do engineer, but I would do Edgar's as the engineer class from Final Fantasy VI. Yes. 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 I say yes. But I think we're going for outfit more than class, right? Outfit and class to define the outfit. So you pick, you got to go with both. You take the good and the bad. Lightning's purple suit. <laughs> dancer. Which dancer? 14 dancer. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I would probably do 14 gunbreaker. Hell yeah. All right, if I'm picking a 14 class, um, either 14 red mage or 14 botanist. Like 14 is its own little category. But I stand by my statement. I mean, like, you can literally dress as Noctis in it, too. So, like, everybody <laughs> is present there. So, what are you going to say? It's uh, just a matter of time before the 16 outfits start popping up in They're there? They're already yeah. in yeah. there. They're already in there. Leo, okay. I have I have multiple different Magitex <laughs> that I ride in that game. But I think this wraps it up for that. So, yeah. Final Fantasies are great with keeping up its aesthetics and making its characters try to fit as best as it can for a lot of the aesthetics. Um, good and ill, depending on who's the designing of it. That being said, our next episode will be... Oh, when is this one coming out? Our ep next episode will be two weeks from this episode, on a Friday of some sort. Possibly the first or the third Friday of, <laughs> some part of the month. Um, depending on when other episodes are released. Yeah, you know what? I, I think that's that that's the ballpark right there right sure yeah sure 
Odds are, though, the next episode's probably going to end up being November 17th. And if we're not here at November 17th, there's a, probably a really good reason. With all that being said, this is Gaming Theater Podcast. Logging out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Gaming Theater Podcast is hosted, created, produced, and edited by Leo Garcia, the Geek Scorpio. Our music is A Drinking Game. Stock media provided by Stormwave Audio slash Pond5. Photo of Final Fantasy XIV wedding dress provided by Moontastical. If you want to send us some financial support to help with producing things for Gaming Theater, you can do so at patreon.com slash gamingtheaterpresents. It helps us out. Want to send support that doesn't hit your wallet? Please leave a review with wherever you hear your podcasts and share our podcast with your friends. It really helps out. Thank you for listening.